Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So I wanted to go over some new data about small businesses in the United States. We actually tried to discuss this earlier, but I had some technical difficulties with my Wi-Fi. So we've got that fixed. Let's dive right into this article because this is some crazy stuff. Like I said earlier, when I read this article, I mean, my jaw just completely dropped. I, I did not realize that small businesses are struggling to the degree to which they are, because we sit there and look at the stock market. You look at the Googles, the Apples of the world, the Facebook and whatnot, and you look at the S&P 500. And for most of you, it's good to go up, 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 up. So we assume that this is a reflection of all the businesses in the economy. No, 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 no. This is only a reflection of maybe 10 of the businesses, mega corporations. When you look around the real growth engine of the American economy, this is small business and they are struggling. And that's an understatement. And I think that you could see the bankruptcies increase massively going into 2024 because they just can't take it anymore. When you combine all these factors that we're going to get into, they're, they're just waving the white flag. So let's get into it. And you'll see what I'm referring to. This article is from Yahoo. And uh, U.S. small business owners say damage from high rates will persist. Now, we just talked about how Jerome Powell hit the pause button today. But as you guys know, I just did a whiteboard on this the other day. There's quite a lag effect between when the Fed increases rates and when those rate increases actually impact the real economy, such as small businesses. So let's check this out here. These stats, again, kind of blew my mind. Now, small business owners, I'm looking at this chart, small business owners who say high, higher interest rates hurt, overall half, 50% of small business owners suffered economic setback. And you may be saying to yourself, okay, George, well, sure, their margins went down in their low margin business by one, 2%. They'll still survive. No, no, no. You're not understanding the impact that they're dealing with. And it's, by the way, it, it, the title is a little misleading because it's not just the interest rate hikes. There's a variety of things that are impacting their bottom line to the point where they might go bust. So some of the usual suspects that you would assume would be impacted negatively as a result of these interest rate hike mortgage brokers. And, you know, we look at housing prices and then you just assume that, oh my gosh, well, housing prices are up 20% since 2020 or whatever they are. So that must mean that the whole real estate industry is booming, not even close. So it is true that if you purchased a home prior to 2020, you've got some capital gains there, at least on paper for the moment. But that is not to say that the construction workers, the mortgage companies, the real estate agents are doing well. Quite the contrary. When there's only five or 600,000 homes for sale, it, it, in fact, I, I don't know this right off the top of my head. Josh, maybe you can find this while we're talking. I'll bet you there's probably, what, six million real estate agents in the United States? Maybe that's a little much. Let's just say three million real estate agents in the United States. We only got 600,000 homes for sale. So <laughs> do the math. Right? These people are really struggling, but it's not just the usual suspects. Look at this. Transportation, automotive, restaurants, retailers, gyms, finance, manufacturing, beauty. So your, your local Great Clips, they're feeling the pinch as well. 
So like we said, half of U.S. small business owners say that rising interest Rising interest rates over the past 18 months have eroded their margins, reduced revenue, and reversed their growth. So we talk about on this channel all the time this how I think this wage price spiral, especially long term, is pretty much nonsense. Because I get it how you can, if you've got margin there, you can pay your workers more and more and more. And that's just money that's going from the business owner's pocket into the employees. That gives them more purchasing power. They can buy more stuff. You know the argument. But let's not forget these business owners. It's not just wages that are going up. It's all their input costs. So that means margins are shrinking rapidly. And I don't know if you guys have ever owned a business, but let me give you some insights. If your margins go down to zero and then go negative, that means you're bust. <laughs> that means incredible insights, I know. If you're losing money every single month, that dog don't hunt. That's not going to work long term, you see? And that's the position that a lot of these, not just a lot, it looks like the majority of small business owners out there are, are experiencing this to varying degrees. But listen to this, guys. Rates would need to fall substantially before business would improve. But what I was talking about earlier when we had the technical issues is small business owners, be careful what you wish for. Because let's just think about what the economic environment would be to get Jerome Powell that's coming out and talking hawkish, 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 you know. What would it take to get the guy that wants to be remembered as the reincarnation of Paul Volcker and, and, wants, and is trying as hard as he can not to be the second version of Arthur Burns, what would it take to get him to drop rates? You know, a lot of, that's a, a pushback I get all the time. Well, George, you know, the Fed's going to orchestrate this soft landing or no landing, and then they're just going to gradually bring rates back to 1%. And everything's going to be fine. You're just fear-mongering. Just take off that economic tinfoil hat. Relax. Chill. Just, just enjoy the YOLO, for heaven's sakes. But what they don't understand is that rates normally are 5%. Like, like the, the interest rates we have now, like 8% on a mortgage and 5%, that's normal. That is not Paul Volcker. Paul Volcker is 20%. Mortgage rates, 20%. What we have right now, I would even argue, is on the low side of normal. If you go back and look, it has, in fact, let's go right back to that FUD Fed uh, funds chart that I pulled up in the last video. You can see right here. Look, we're at five point, call it one, two percent, call it five percent. Does this look high to you? Look, this is going back to 1955. Does that look high? No. That, if anything, that's below average. If you just kind of cut it down the middle here or slice it in half, I mean, you. I think you could argue that normal, quote-unquote, interest rates on the Fed funds would be closer to 6%, maybe even a little bit higher, like we saw right here in 1969. And let's not forget that the 10-year Treasury right now is trading 100 basis points under Fed funds. So that said, as, you, as most of you know, there's a direct correlation between the yield on the 10-year Treasury and the 30-year mortgage. 
So if mortgage rates are at 8% right now, but the the 10-year treasury is at, let's say, 4.2. Okay, but if the curve wasn't inverted in Fed funds, was it, let's say, 5% or 5.5%, if the curve was steep like it normally is, that would imply the 10-year treasury in and of itself would be at 7%. Okay, if the 10-year treasury is at 7%, where does that peg mortgage rates? You're north of 10% right there. And again, that's not the anomaly. That, that, that's not Paul Volcker. That's not end of the 1970s. That's normal, for heaven's sakes. So my point here is why, why would the Fed lower rates? Why? There's only one reason. The only reason they would lower rates, not the only reason, but, but pretty much if you're looking at this in terms of probabilities, if you want to say, okay, what's the highest probable outcome or what is what scenario would prompt the Fed to drop rates? And then you list like two, three different scenarios. The one that you would have to peg with the highest probability, like 95%, would be a financial crisis. It would be a GFC 2.0. It would be some sort of economic crash or collapse or whatever you want to call it. It, A steep recession, a hard landing, if you will. That's what's going to get the Fed to drop rates. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's go back with with Yahoo here. So these small business owners, like I said, be careful what you wish for, man. Because if you're hoping that the Fed drops rates, that's an economic environment that you want nothing to do with. In fact, I would argue that the economy would be so weak and it would be so recessionary and demand would drop off a cliff to the point where all these small business owners would say, boy, I I wish the interest rates were still at 5.5. Well, I, I wish we could go back to 2023. Boy, we had a good, sure, we were close to going out of business, but now we're doomed. Now there is no hope, zero. And listen to this next paragraph. So it's not just a decline in interest rates that these business owners need. Whew, thank goodness, Jerome Powell dropped down to 4%. No, that's not what they're saying. More than two thirds say that a decline in interest rates of at least 3% would be needed before they envision business activity rebounding. 3%. So they'd have to go down to, call it 2.5, 2%. You show me the soft landing or no landing environment where Jerome Powell is going to drop rates to 2%. It ain't happening. Or that the probability is just almost zero. 
So again, you, you've got two options here. You, in a way, these small businesses, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't, because they're damned if they do, meaning that if interest rates stay the same, they're going bust. But if interest rates do drop to give them a bit of a breather, that means the economy is so bad that they're going to go bust anyway. It's like pick your poison. It's just, I really feel for these people. And let's remember that our economy does not revolve around Google, for heaven's sakes. It doesn't revolve around these mega corporations like BlackRock or JP Morgan. It, it, it revolves around small businesses that the people that they're talking about in this article from Yahoo Finance, not the people that you hear about on the homepage of CNBC. Other side of the cumulative effects of labor issues, rent spikes, inflation, and inability to raise prices. A pickup in gasoline prices has also had a negative impact on the economy. So like I said, you've got this much margin. Higher wages, okay, now you got this much margin. Higher every single input cost, okay, now you got this much margin. All right, higher gas prices, decreasing demand, now you've got no margin, now you're bust. That's what's going on here. And the Fed thinks that they have all this pricing pressure. Obviously not, Jerome. <laughs> Google might. But 99% of the small businesses out there that, that are the, the bulk of our economy don't have that pricing pre uh, power. Small business owners say that the pain is getting worse. Some 53% reported that they make, listen to this. This completely blew me away. Just, I hope you're sitting down for this one. Some 53% reported that they're making half, half or less than what they earned prior to the Cerveza sickness. But let me read that again to make sure you guys are getting that. Some 53% of small businesses in the United States right now as we speak reported that they are making half or less than half of what they made prior to the Cerveza sickness. And this is before we're going into a recession. Just let that sink in for a moment. So this lag effect... The point is here, this lag effect has not been felt. To a certain degree it has, but look, we're in the eye of this storm right now. And unfortunately, the Fed is out there completely oblivious to this, right? They're sitting there talking hawkish and doing all these things, trying to bring down asset prices and trying to bring down all these things because they think that inflation won't come down otherwise. Look, I've got news for you. You could pretty much hit the pause button right now. And inflation, in my opinion, uh, the, the CPI would come down substantially. Now, that's not good news because that means that you're in a massive recession or hard landing. And then the question becomes, well, what is the government's response going to be? And that's going to make it even worse. And that's, in my opinion, what takes us into that next wave of consumer price inflation. But the bottom line here is that we can't just look at the Googles of the world. We can't just look at the Facebook. We can't just look at the S&P 500. We can't just look at the stock market. There is almost zero relationship between the stock market and the real economy, except I would uh, point out that if the stock market goes down, that will definitely negatively impact the real economy because now the real economy is simply a derivative of asset prices. But just because asset prices are going up by no means implies that the real economy is healthy. So we've got to be able to separate these two and then determine, based on all of these data, what is likely to happen in 2024. And based on that article, unfortunately, 
I think you're going to see a lot of these small businesses go bankrupt and you know, Jerome Powell is going to get his wish. Unemployment up. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and we'll see you on the next video.